0: digital learning that's dramatically different welcome to this ted learning podcast Hello, I'm Darren from Ted Learning, and October, of course, is Black History Month. And with me in this podcast is Louise Chandler. Now, Louise is a PR and communications specialist who has worked for BBC TV, radio, and consulted for the Prince's Trust, the Afro Business Expo, the Barbados and Friends Association, and has spoken to the Houses of Parliament about her Barbadian heritage and the Windrush generation. Louise, great to have you with us today and and talking about black history month of course it's just a month isn't it it's just one month it is an increasing narrative especially after the events of this year you know why black history you know is relevant and why it shouldn't be confined to just one month
1: I think for me black history kind of permeates all areas and levels of society I come from quite religious family my granny was a preacher had her own church my auntie still is I'm over in Barbados has her own church my mum was a preacher for 25 years I think of for example what the church represents presents as a whether you're faithful and related or not when I take that example I think about how black people came to the UK went into churches were not welcomed because they were different and that's what led to setting up Pentecostal churches or some people nickname them happy clappy churches you have songs
0: that have gone for like 15 minutes and they're much much happier places they're much better churches they are they are. I hate to say that you know but I mean <laughs> They're quite cool little vibes, aren't
1: they? It's like going to a concert. Sermons go on for about three hours. People turn out in their finest dress in terms of like hats and outfits. It's like a fashion show and it's incredible. But there's this real central theme of spirituality. And for me when I think of that I then think of then how that then kind of trickles down into further society so from that you've got gospel music as I said you've got fashion you've got a sense of community I know from growing up in my family and having as I said a real faith-based family I've got family friends godparents who come from that era of being in church and to me that's what black history means it's taking a particular theme or topic and then looking at what it's done for society in general so even if you don't go to church for example and um, the gospel singing group who performed at harry and Meghan's wedding they are a gospel based church choir
0: but they've done really well haven't they they've really
1: Exactly, the lead lady I think has just been given honours in the Queen's list, so that means she's been acknowledged, they had an album out they then created songs that were like renditions of Stormzy and for me it just takes that central idea of what it means to have that culture and heritage and look at how it's then trickled down across various themes across society I think of the food that we eat, you go to music festivals or carnival and you see how diverse that is, that is carnival, it's rooted in black history. It's rooted in when the slaves would celebrate that the harvest was done and that they were kind of allowed to have a bit of free time and have a laugh and they would cover themselves in paint and costumes and have a carnival. Well, look at Notting Hill Carnival. It's one of the biggest attended ones in the world a free street party for people to come together that is black history but look at how many people enjoy it it's incredible
0: what are your thoughts and ideas on how we can permeate black history 365 days a year through our education system
1: i think it's looking at some of the key figures who have led change. So for me is the Martin Luther Kings, the Malcolm Xs. You go back to yesteryear and you've got freedom fighters like Harriet Tubman, Tuvant L'Ouverture, abolitionists era where people were fighting to abolish slavery and you had a guy called Oludia Equiano. These were people who were freed slaves who wrote their accounts of what it was like to be in slavery and what they were doing to try and make life equal and fair for all. These are the types of people that to me in schools, it should be taught because it doesn't matter what color skin you are, they were obviously trying to create a world that was fair and equal for all. And that's something that I think should be taught throughout the year. So when it comes to nowadays you have a world day for everything don't you world strawberry day world baker month and all of that when you get to world human rights day why not use as an example one of the people i've just mentioned when it comes to world fairness day or whatever that day is why not talk about someone who was trying to um, create a fairer world and equality for all so then it means that black history isn't just confined to that one month of the year these particular characters and people are being spoken about throughout the year because the work that they did wasn't confined to a Month. It was done all year round every year to try and get people to see that we're equal. And I think, let's be honest, Darren. This year, if no other year, we have really seen what racism and prejudice can do. It can lead to someone losing their life very publicly when they can't breathe and they're being held down by the authorities in America. If we want to really look at that, it means going back into history and really evaluating all the people who contributed and taking that and going, right, What next?
0: But also understanding we're all human beings, right? And I suppose that it's the contribution is not just slavery. It's the contribution to all the the wonderful inventions that that we have, that we take for granted. We
1: have amazing people over history who have, and when I say this, I'm not just saying that I only look at black history. You know, I am fascinated, for example, when I go to National Trust places and I learn about different lords and ladies and and what they did. Um, I'm fascinated by um, characters in history like Marie Curie and what she did for like the medical profession, but you know, there's also Mary Seacole. And it's only in recent years that someone like Mary Seacole has kind of been given a bit more prominence because she went to the Crimea War. She was very good at creating like herbal medicines and medications. She went into the war front, was helping out those who were caught in the war. She actually set up a hotel so that people could kind of go and recuperate and rest and get over their ordeal to the point where she went to such extreme, she actually came back to the UK with no money. And then people did like a fundraising concert for her to say, look, thank you. Thank you for going above and beyond in the medical profession. Thank you for helping our soldiers. And it's only because, and I know the people, some of the people involved who've really pushed her story, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it to say to people, we have Florence Nightingale, we have Marie Curie, but what about a Black woman who was of mixed race descent from Jamaica, who equally contributed to our Black history? And to history in general and the medical profession shouldn't she also be given the same kudos and credit
0: so i suppose you know, if we can get black history rather than just one month but into the wider syllabus it becomes normalized doesn't it so those differences are talked about so much just get it out of everyone's system and then then we can just crack on being humans again i suppose
1: it's true i was really interested the other day to watch a program i don't know if you've seen it darren it was on itv with Alison hammond um and um she basically it's called back to school and and she basically, did you see it? She basically went back to school and learned about black history characters and figures. So people like Mary Seacole and Walter Toll, Walter the footballer, and um, even someone who was riding King Henry VIII's kind of entourage playing the trumpet, um, who was black. And let's be honest, in certain elements and times of society, it was unusual to have a black person of a certain rank to be there because historically we were not meant to be in that space because we were enslaved or, you know, we just weren't widely living in the UK. So there is going to always be an element of, wow, that black person was part of, you know, King Henry VIII's entourage playing a trumpet. That's amazing. It is different. And that's fine to say that, but you're right. I think we also want to get to a stage where it's history. Like I said, it's it's Mary Seacole who contributed to the medical industry, who helped cure soldiers on the battlefront with the crimean war oh yeah and by the way she was black but you know what she did this that's what we want to get to oh yeah walter toll brilliant footballer blah 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 oh yeah and by the way he was mixed race it's it's that's and that's what i think is going to help society and the communities in general to just see black history as history and see it as just facts and people and a journey and people who worked hard in a particular area and period of time oh yeah and by the way they were black
0: well louise as always a pleasure to chat to you thanks for uh, coming on the podcast today and if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts and you can go to our website podcast.tedlearning.co.uk and you can visit us on most podcast platforms